Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is an RNZ podcast. to this week's A Long Way Home. As always, thank you for tuning in. I trust you might find something in here to enjoy, be it the people I meet or my little random musings. Make sure you let your friends know, your family, people overseas, if they like tuning in to see what's going on in New Zealand. Let them know this is happening a long way here on Radio New Zealand. So time code, it's um, Saturday 24th something. I can't, really don't know the, the date, but uh, something like the 24th of February. Here I am sitting at the Mini Coves, no, Bay of Mini Coves campsite. It's just a shelter, cool, cool little wooden shelter with a dunny, a long drop up there and a couple of campsites in the bush and, uh, and one out here in the clearing. Beautiful views out to uh, the uh, the Bay of Many Coves, of course, in Queen Charlotte Sound. Thought I'd going to be here on my own and suddenly this dude rocks up on a, on a bike. So he cycled uh, where I've just been walking. His name is Kevin. G'day, Kevin. Hey, how's it going? All good. So, so now where are you from? Uh, from the United States, from uh, living in Portland, Oregon right now. And you're doing like a sprint through the country, eh? Yeah, unfortunately, um, I didn't have to quit my job to get out here, but uh, so I've got about about a month, about just about four weeks or so, and I uh, just wanted to see as much of the country as I could and do as much riding as I could as well. So yeah, it's a pretty tight schedule, but uh, yeah, it's been great so far. You've been getting acquainted with some of our um, local pests yeah, well, last night, uh, yeah, I felt really bad. I didn't want to wake you up, but uh, there was a, a, I had left some of my stuff out on the table and whatnot, and it wasn't really, you know, everything was sealed for the most part, um, and I didn't really think it was going to be a problem to leave it out like that. And uh, there was a possum that I noticed first he was on the table, and he was just kind of investigating my bags and whatnot, and uh, I just kind of shoot him away and thought that, that was the rest of it, but uh he actually, later in the night, he climbed up onto my bike. He opened up one of the compartments and he ate about three or four of my muesli bars. Um, <laughs> I just saw him just, you know, eating there and he actually uh, took a poop like uh, right up on the table uh, right next to it. So, and then just finally had to shoo him away with one of my shoes. Uh, that was interesting. <laughs> Do you think him taking a poop on the table next to where he's just eating your food is him making a statement saying, come on, what are you going to do about it? Or yeah, abso- <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. He was marking his territory. He was uh, showing me that this is his shelter and uh, yeah, he's going to eat as many muesli bars as he wants. Where do you find the volume control on a cicada? Rowdy buggers. <laughs> 
So I took off uh, Queen Charlotte track this morning, Kevin on his bike. I actually picked up his water bottle, one of his water, he lost both his water bottles off the, as he was flying along, he'd put them in these new little holders and uh, he lost them and I saw one and put it in my pouch and he uh, came back sure enough and I've given him his water bottle just beyond saying goodbye to Kevin again as he was flying, India must have nearly hit you yeah. guys. Yeah, it was a little scary. <laughs> oh, <close. laughs> yeah. So I've met up with two hikers coming North, my first yeah, interaction with northbound Tauraroa hikers. Uh, you want to introduce yourselves? Sure, my name's Chelsea. Um, I'm from Alaska. Whoa! And Evan from Washington State. What time did you start from Bluff? What, what, what date? January 4th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and you're nearly at the top of the North I uh, South Island, and yes. you said you want to stretch it out because you don't you know you don't want to get to the city and have to spend too much time in the city. But uh, yeah. is it partly because you're just enjoying the trail as well? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I just love being immersed in nature as much as we can. Mm -hmm. Kind of wish we had lived in the Richmond Range though for a, a week or a longer. Because <laughs> yeah. we were pushing, oh. we were pushing yeah. through it because of the cyclone, so. We did it like in really four yeah. days, and yeah, it we, was too much. Right, yeah. see, I'm, I'm a bit freaked out about Richmond Range, like the Tararu is in the North Island, and Richmond Range, me not being a tramper, I've been reading about them and going, ah, oh. so was it cool, was it? Oh, no, it's beautiful. Absolutely. I just, I love being above tree line. That's yeah. totally my jam. It's just, it's so, <laughs> And we once uh, kind of ran out of water up on a high ridge, and it was late in the evening, and we saw it might be some of the ta or some of the, the goats right up and then it was a uh, two black adults with a little white baby and then they kind of darted off and then i was able to follow a goat trail down the side of the ridge and it <laughs> led straight to a stream <laughs> yeah. whoa man nice 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 skills and then you killed the goat and ate it for dinner as well Toute la Nouvelle-Zélande en à pied, 3000 km, tout ce qu'on a fait en Australie avec la voiture, lui à pied, tout ça. I think, I think what I get was, you were just explaining to your brother, weren't you, that I'm walking 3000 kilometers. Yes. So, what happened, I'm, I'm walking along and I see, I come through, the, I'm walking in this beautiful section of, of Queen Charlotte coming towards Anakiwa, and there ahead of me are these two young boys on the, on the trail, it was so cool, like little elves. And walking along the trail, and then a little further ahead of their parents, who said they like to walk alone. <laughs> yes. Yes. What, what are your names? Olivier. Olivier. I'm French. And Marjorie. Marjorie. And Florian. Florian. Raphael. Raphael. Nice. <laughs> How old are these boys? Uh, seven Tiens, for the big one. Quel âge tu as? Seven. And your brother? Quel âge Four. 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 ones. Uh, it's in New Zealand. Uh, uh, his first uh, really uh, tramping. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we, we are going to continue to go to on tramping. Yeah. 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 Because Beautiful. we love that. They like because that. They love that. Well, that was damn cool. Coming across a French family out walking. Man, four years old and seven years old. <laughs> and for seven months, they're traveling around the world with their children to seven countries, one month each country. Cambodia, Thailand, Philippines, 
Australia, New Zealand, quite brilliant. Um, just to open their eyes, to essentially educate their children. Oh, that was a pretty, pretty damn good French accent that, uh, you know, I was busting out there to them on the occasional word. And um, I put that down to Mark Richards. He was a French teacher. I uh, took a grandma when my family, family had moved. What accent was that? Family had moved. Hi. To uh, Takapuna from Russell in the late 60s. I went to Takapuna Grandma, where I eventually went on to become the head prefect and captain of the first 15 for two years. But uh, I thought, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, sounds like I'm boasting and an AFS student. Um, but Mark Richards, he was the French teacher there, and I was in 3F1 and 4F1. And he was. Frère Jacques, Frère Jacques, dormez-vous, dormez-vous. Just about bloody word perfect French um, accent. Word perfect French accent? That doesn't make bloody sense. Oh no, 1300 kilometers to go, I'm losing it. Look, I got nothing against you, Ika, Maui, North Island. Uh, but Tawaipaunamu, I think Tawaipaunamu and I are going to get on really, really well. Slogging, you know, I just did a, went off trail to go to Eatwell Lookout. It's been all these handwritten signs. Uh, the Queen Charlotte track mixes up private land and everything, so you have to buy an $18 pass, multi-day pass to to do the trail as part of the the track as part of the Tairaroa Trail and I uh, bought that at Panga Cove where I had a burger and a stout Whew, lazy lunch till about bloody four o'clock so late takeoff for the last two and a half hours to get to um, the Bay of Many Coves campsite where I'm going to doss down tonight I decided to, to divert because it is a beautiful blue sky day uh, so I knew that there would be some view this time and these handwritten signs saying eat well look out views forever and I must admit it was magnificent what a climb though glad I could doss my pack I hope I can find the damn thing <sighs> here's my pack lying in the bush I'm gonna chuck, the, chuck it on there's a sign saying 30 minutes to my campsite so Hi ho, hi ho, it's off to camp we go. Um, just walked a place called Toria to now we've just stopped at Lokmara, uh, which is one of the bays, one of the resorts here in the amazing Queen Charlotte Sound. I was having a bit of a lunch break at Toria, and it was been fascinating. We've been having a chat. Glenn's comes from a fishing background as well, commercial fishing, and also also a super yacht skipper. So, uh, uh, well, I grew up in Caratania. My dad was a cray fisherman there, and I followed in his footsteps for several years. Met a guy who worked for the Sultan of Brunei on one of his yachts, and went to have lunch huh. with him. And I didn't even heard of a super yacht. Got kind of managed to get a job as a deckhand, and just um, took about four or five years, I guess, to get to to be a skipper on a boat and. Uh, you've been doing it for, oh gee, 
17 years. Some boats you might work on, you know, they just stay in one place permanently and the boss might take a bit of a weekend trip over to the Bahamas or something, you know, and just pretty pretty quiet, but we basically roam the whole globe. Yeah. So do you think there's a, um, quite a bit of scope for New Zealand to develop the super yacht um, tourism inbound market? Yeah, definitely. It's too far to just come for New Zealand alone, you know, the New Zealand, Australia and Fiji, pretty much all the boats that come, they, they, they do all of that, you know, yeah. they, don't, they won't just come for one place. Walking towards Anakiwa, and uh, I'm suddenly getting this feeling that the, the bays I'm looking at over the stretch of water, one of the sections, might be one of the bays that many years ago, when I was at Fizzy School, we um, had a little bit of a road trip, and uh, and I came with uh, Robin McKenzie was her name. Part of the J.R. McKenzie, the <laughs> Robbie, if you're listening to this, I'm spilling the beans. We had um, we had a night at their holiday house, has a tennis court down in front of it, and then onto the into the water. It was just wonderful, wonderful time there. We there was a group of us, and we played strip poker. Once the fair amount of nudity was acquired, we all bolted down across the tennis court and into the water for a nighttime dip in the nude and no it wasn't a big sex romp it was just a swim in the nude having consumed some alcohol I will admit ah, them's was the days G'day, just a little heads up I'm fast approaching regions of the country in the South Island where reception is going to be uh, a very rare thing and so my being able to upload audio files is going to be uh, greatly restricted so I just thought I'd let you know that that's um, something that may be happening over the next few weeks as I pass through the northern reaches of the southern Alps into the mountainous and saddles and the valleys of this stunning land. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. This walk is about expressing my gratitude for being born in this land, on this land, and I just want to express as well my gratitude to those of you who take time to listen to The Long Way Home. Truly, it's uh, very humbling. See you next week. The Long Way Home is produced by Bruce Hopkins and Justin Gregory. That's me. The executive producer is Tim Watkin and the engineer is Jeremy Veal. Subscribe to every episode of The Long Way Home podcast at Apple Podcasts. You used to know them as iTunes, Radio Public, Spotify or at radionz.co.nz forward slash series. And while you're there, please rate us. That way more people get to hear these stories. If you go to the Long Way Home webpage at rnz.co.nz, you'll find an interactive map that follows Bruce as he walks to Aroa. Bruce is also on Twitter at Bruce Hop, so get in touch if you've got tips, questions, or can offer him a bed, a meal, or just a hot shower somewhere along the way. You can also email him at thelongwayhome at radionz.co.nz. As you heard, Bruce is now heading into some remote country, and there's a tiny chance that from time to time he won't be able to send us any content. 
Now, if that should happen, there will still be a new episode for you each Monday, and we will catch up with Bruce and his adventures when he's back in an area with better coverage. We promise. Until next time, this is The Long Way Home. Whenua, whakapapa, whānau. Follow us. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.